you've been waiting for the boys are back make it 50 for Dreisaitl the fifth line this week we are getting rid of this god awful year ending on number 13 of the fifth line here's Dwayne I'm here and I'm joined with Ty the real deal Fisher hey guys Oh, hey, yes, hi. that's that's me. <laughs> so we'll start off the show with the uh, the biggest thing that's happening right now: the World Juniors. He's open again. shoot scores. Some big, yeah, games and some surprises. Well, and like we're starting to learn how like maybe they should reorganize on how many teams should be let in. You know. <laughs> Well, I think there. You, I don't know with what all you, the, with like all the beat downs that are going on. I don't know if you can do anything. There's not enough. Like the, the there's only four, five top teams. Like other than that, like you can't. There's not much you can do. Yeah. No. I actually read an article. It's an interesting article about like why the like how the World Juniors is set up, and it's set up so they can make the most money. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> That's why there's ten teams because they set up so there's ten teams, and they did the divisions so then that way they can maximize how many games are played so that way they can bring in the most revenue for a game. Yeah, makes sense. that surprise you? Yeah, like you're, you sound very surprised. Like literally this year, all the best teams except I think two are in the I think it's B with the USA. Like Czech Republic, Russia, Russia, and Sweden, and then two are in Canada's division. Like so, Canada and Finland, and Germany's yeah. always. That's on. usually how it is. There's always one weaker one, right? Yeah, and Germany's on the cusp. Like Germany's always like on, on the. Germany cusp. did have eight players out. So they did, so did Sweden. Out. Sweden hasn't lost yet. Sweden had eight players out too. Actually, eight I mean, Swedes is the, the top players. Prospect on their team. Yeah, the Ottawa Senators' top prospect is on that sweet that uh, German team. I also think they, one of the Oilers' top prospects too. Is it the defenseman that's on the German team for the Oilers? Philip Proper. <laughs> Ty, you totally froze there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, why do you keep asking me? Yes, one of the, the defenseman's name's Philip Roberg. Okay. That's for Sweden, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, well, we, we we switched from Sweden to, to Germany. Germany. Yeah, we said Germany's top team. <laughs> and he, and then the said, was like, the Duhid was like the top German. You're like, oh yeah, the Oilers has a prospect on Germany. I was like the defenseman, but but yes, but yes, captain of the Sweden team is the Oilers. Tim Stutzler. That's what? No, that's no, the, the German Oilers guy. Do. The Oilers yeah, guy just, is is um, I can't say his name right. You you know what? Tim right. Stutzler. No, no, not Tim Stutzler. The 
the Sweden. The Oilers prospect. Yes. Sweden. Oh my goodness, Brandon. You are all <laughs> over the map. Philip Broberg. <laughs> Philip Broberg. Yeah, like uh Yes, Philip Broberg. It's good it's good to see. We're just I, everywhere. I do I do agree with Brandon though. They do need to do something better. Maybe like maybe just reduce it to six instead of the instead of the ten. To like get your max. No, I think well, I think they should put a clause in where like if you score more than ten goals, the game should just stop. Well, then games would be over well, like in the second period. <laughs> or first. That's the okay. German team played good in the first period. It was two one after twenty, and then they yeah. just couldn't keep up. Yeah, and the same thing yeah. with the same thing with the Swiss today. So it, like the Swiss like going into the third period, they were only down four nothing, and then it just like fell apart <laughs> but there was there was a lot of there was a lot of shots against i think the swiss team only got 14 shots total i want to say yeah like they, yeah they it wasn't pretty like the best game is probably going to be the canada finland in that uh, oh yes that's what it was because when i was watching the canada versus germany oh my god i'm gonna blank switzerland switzerland when i was watching canada versus switzerland today I remember that because Switzerland had five shots and Canada had four goals. And I'm like, if Canada scored one more goal, they would have as many goals as Switzerland had at shots in that point in the second. Switzerland ended with 15 shots and Canada ended with 52. It's not as bad as... Was it USA's first game where they outshot? It was like 72 to like 11, wasn't it? Yeah, but then you're well, also um I can check. But the German when the Canadians played the German, they had um what was it, more goals than they had shots? Yeah. The, the interesting fact about that though, they the I F I the double I F uh, I can't even say it. Double I H S there you go. Uh actually told them that like, hey, we can give you a day off so your players come back and we'll do it the next game, but they didn't want to because they wanted to rest before their game that they, they believed that they could actually win. So that's why they... Which won. is their next one against yeah. Switzerland. You know what's crazy, too? Like, Canada doesn't have, like, Alexis Lafreniere, and it doesn't have... Kirby Doc. Um, Kirby Doc. Yeah. Quinton Byfield today did have six points, or but five except, points, right? Except this team has more number one draft picks than any other team Canada has ever produced. So, like, I don't think they need Kirby Doc or like they have number one draft picks like galore. It'd be it'd be helpful, but yeah, Byfield today got six points. Yeah, and he's making a statement, yeah, and he, he's he's making a statement because people have been mm-hmm. like, we're like talking about how he's maybe not that good, and he he kind of and how the LA should have drafted Stutzla instead. Yeah, so like he kind of put people on notice that yeah. I am that good. He had a good yeah. game. But, well, and he put on like some like fifteen pounds over the off season too. Yeah, and and I think yeah. that's it's that's crazy a thing. for someone like that. And I think that's a thing that they need to people need to factor in. Like some of these guys are thin. Like they're not like like they 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 look at them they're like kids. At, yeah they look at them as like they're as they're adults and I'm like no man these guys are like like eight sixteen seventeen year old eighteen year old kids that like aren't built yet <laughs> yeah 
Oh, uh, this is one question I had for you guys. So there's been two major injuries with two big players. Like uh, Doc was one, and then uh, fin- Finland's player, I can't remember his name, that went into the board's head first, and he's looks to be done as well. And Doc, oh, sorry, saying not, they yeah, released it today that Doc's going to be out like three to four months, isn't it? Yeah, like, so, like, I... Uh, I do think you, it's four to five months. Is it four to five? Do you think yeah. that uh, the NHL and the WIHF... Ah, oh, people, stop talking to me. Double <laughs> IHF uh, should... Uh, do you guys think? Repeat the question. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, do you guys think <laughs> with the with the injuries to those two major players and who knows how many more will happen? These two entities should like kind of work out like a maybe like uh, some sort of way that like both are covered for like because these are major injuries, right? Like four to six week, four to six uh, was it four to six weeks? It's a long time, especially in a shortened season. That's a long time. He's going to miss pretty much the whole regular season. Yeah. And Chicago's probably not making the playoffs, so he could miss all of next year. Yeah. So, like, uh, like I think there should be – I personally think there should be something. I don't think – I don't know what it should be, but it should be something to compensate the the teams because they are putting their, like – they're, like, putting their talent out there to get – because the, yeah. the last thing like you want – This is, like – but the only problem, too, is that, like uh, – I don't know. Like, if it happened in the NHL, it happened in the NHL because they'd be like, "Oh, he's just done." It's like, whatever. But he's getting paid. The juniors are like, he's getting paid in the NHL, so like he's getting still compensated. But this, he's not. He's still he's still going to get paid in the NHL though. He's just going to be on injured reserve. Yeah, I guess so. But this is the NHL teams have to let them go. Yeah. So it's between the players and the NHL teams to decide if they're going or not, and. And I, and I think it's talent, if talent, like especially how the NHL is going, if talent is more and more, teams are getting stacked with more and more talent as the world gets bigger. Like pretty soon you're going to see a Sweden and a Finnish team. That's all NHLers. I wouldn't be, like you're saying, Germany is not that far off probably from that too. So like yeah. eventually these guys are going to be like, yeah, we don't want our NHL players to go there to get hurt and we're us to be not being compensated, compensated for it. And I think that would kind of ruin, like, ruin it, kind of, because it'd be like, oh, well, we don't get to see, because this is like, I remember I think it's more like pride. Well, they were talking about this is the you get to see this until like other than the Olympics, this is the, where you get to see the best of the best go toe to toe. And yeah. I think that'll keep. I think that'll continue. I don't necessarily agree with you. I don't think it'll change too much. We shall see. Injuries change things. Injuries change things. Oh, and my last question yeah. for you guys. Who is Canada's biggest rival? States. You say the states. Uh, I'd say states or Russia. I think the states now. Like Kurt, I like if you would have said eighties, nineties, I would say Russia. But now, like two thousands, twenty twenty, I would say U.S. That's interesting. I I I still think it's it's Russia. Like I think the states are there now and much more prevalent. But like I mean, like. All, for 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 it to turn to back to Russia Canada, all it takes is like a can a, a Russia win, and then we're not talking about the states anymore. We're talking yeah. about like how Russia 
beat us. And because like even when that, that last Olympics, when Canada beat Russia, Putin left. Like he didn't stay for the rest of the Olympics. He left after Can- the Russia was done. So they care. We probably not as much because we yeah. beat them all the time. But like, you know, again, like, what was it the last time they beat us when we were up three? Was it three two? Like ten years? Like, oh, you mean they, that disaster where yeah, Canada we were up. up big and then the Russia came back? Yeah, and we came, like, and it was you saw how much the Russians enjoyed rubbing it in Canada's face. And the next year, yeah. they weren't talking about uh, United States. They were talking about uh, Russia. But, like, things, like, right now, yeah, like, I believe, I agree with you and Ty. Like, uh, it is America's the one that has the. Uh... But even, like, look at it last year when that Swedish player, like, threw his silver medal over the boards. Yeah. He's got. <laughs> yeah. That's because he wanted to win, not. <laughs> That's I, what I mean, they take pride in this, though. I always thought the silver medal, like how they do it, is the worst way. Because you just lost, and then you're the like... silver medal is the worst medal. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I won by losing to the best, the quote-unquote best team. And I have to stand here yeah, <laughs> and get like, this it's, medal. It's worse to be second than You have to lose to get the silver. You have to win to get the bronze. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and 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 it and you get time to like um to focus when you get the bronze because it's like the gold like it's like the gold medal game so like you get to a few hours to like let it sink in like silver like you're right after you just lost so you're like yeah I'm not happy getting this silver medal after just losing yeah, yeah. I, I just wish it but I know they can't do it differently because of the time to time restraints. But uh, the other big thing that happened, Brandon, you talked about it in uh, in our little promo. We're gonna let, you're gonna hear. Oh yes, the the NHL signs, which I mean, like over the last two weeks there was nothing, but now we're starting to get the signings. We're starting to get the PDOs. Yeah, it just takes one to fall for them all to fall. And Corey True. Perry was the man. So I guess the first one. Corey Perry signing with Montreal. Where do you guys think he fits in Montreal? I don't think it was a really good deal for him. Well, money wise, it was. But I mean, but yeah, I don't think I don't think like because Montreal's not winning a cup, so I don't know why he like legitly like he's getting like a vet minimum pretty much. Yeah, like I like I I think he could have got like maybe he couldn't have got like no one else wanted pretty much. But I think I think he could have got like should have gone to a better team. See, I would have liked it like. Like Vancouver would have been good, especially if he would have replaced, like he would have replaced Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think so. I don't think he's as good as Tyler Toffoli. No, but like, well, he was, he was, he was keyword, he was. Keyword, yeah, but last know. year he had five goals all season. Yeah, but he was a playoff monster. Five. Yeah, but he, but but you're saying replace Tyler Toffoli? It's not replacing if he's only five goals in the regular season. But did yeah. Toffoli do anything in the playoffs? Well, you're getting an older version. Because if Perry did stuff in the playoffs. I don't think they connect. Playoffs made he the playoffs. Yeah. Five goals. In the playoffs? I don't know what Toffoli did in the playoffs. Corey, what? I thought Corey Perry got more than five goals in the playoffs. No, he got five goals. I thought it was a regular season. But that's the same number. No, he got the, both oh. five goals. He had more points. But. Well, I don't know. That might help them. More points. Like. Being a playoff guy would be, would be 
be helpful. Like, and they got more scoring too because they got they lost Max Domi, but then they have to fully. And they That's going to be Dustin a tough team that though. Big contract. You yeah. Think so? Physically tough. Like, like if we Josh look at Anderson's their, like, a monster. Roster. Well, he's he's a tough guy. Um, Corey Perry. Like, I think they're going to hope they're going to hope he's going to be better than just... Andrew Shaw. Yeah. Well, they're getting fully ready to play the Canadian teams as much as they have to. Yeah, that's what I take. That's what I take this as. It's it's like you guys think of it too. Like usually, like Canadians are like the Canadian teams are usually playing against the U.S. teams. But then, if you look at the playoffs every year, like even last year, Winnipeg made the playoffs, Calgary made the playoffs, Edmonton made the playoffs, Vancouver made the playoffs, Edmonton made the playoffs, Toronto Toronto made the playoffs, Montreal made the playoffs. The only one that didn't make the playoffs were the Sens. Pretty much. And look at the years before. Like, at least always there's good. There's like three or four Canadian teams that make the playoffs. Nah. Uh, I'd say like two. At least two. There's but... a couple of years where there wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. No. I think in like recent... when Ottawa was good, it was pretty much just Ottawa. Oh, in Toronto. Sure, although. Because Ottawa... Always played Toronto lots of times. No, it took Toronto a while to be good, though. Like, before they got Frederick Anderson, they didn't make the playoffs. No. No, he's talking about when Tor- Ottawa was good. Your whole franchise. Yeah, I'm talking when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2015. Mm. Against the Penguins. 16. You mean against... Oh, when they had a lack? I was, you mean against the... Yeah, it was Ducks? just a couple of years ago, too. You mean against the Ducks? They can't play Pittsburgh for the cup. No, they played Pittsburgh before Pittsburgh went to the cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about this one? The Blues signing uh, Hoffman to the PTO. It's interesting. Yeah. I think they're hoping he's going to take pretty much Tarasenko's place. Because Tarasenko probably is not going to play this year again. Because he's doing another surgery. So, Yeah. And then they got to wait till him and Steen, sorry, Tarasenko and Steen, go on the LTIR before they can sign him. It's a real, it's a complicated issue. Yeah, it sounds Ooh, this like is it. It's going to be tough. So I'm looking at Montreal's roster right now without Perry. So line predictions right now are the first line's Thomas Totar, Philip Deneau, Brendan Gallagher. The second line is Tyler Toffoli, Nick Suzuki, Josh Anderson. The third line is Jonathan Duran, Jasper Katek, whatever his name is. Kakiniemi. Yeah, Kakiniemi. Joel Mira. Then the fourth line is Paul Byron, Ryan Poling, and <sighs> Aturi Lechning. All of that sounds So, like, nice. where are they going to... It sounds so, so like, where are they going to fit him? Fourth line. <laughs> yeah, but who are they like? Are they going to get rid of Byron? Because Byron's been good for Montreal the past few years. I think they'll tell a Latin. Uh, I I think it's up for grabs. He's pretty young. I think it's up for grabs. That, that, but I mean, like, that Montreal team. But I mean, like, if you look bad. at that lineup, that lineup is pretty good. Uh, they're all right. I wouldn't say good. Well, I mean, especially if like Suzuki and like 
I would say I'll that Montreal. I think that Montreal lineup what? has a lot. What are lo- you going to call him? Caught. K O T. Caught. I think that. <laughs> I think Jesper that. Caught. I think that Montreal team has a lot of uh, question marks. So they could be good or it could just be like bad. Like it all. It's all up in the air with that. With that. To me, they're solid where they need to be. Yeah, like it's like a tough like score. Like they have toughness. They're, they have scoring. They don't have a don't number really one guy on the front end. No, they have, like even like a number one center. Solid. Like they don't have a if number. They're one healthy. Center. Like no. Philip Denol is good, but I'd say he's a second line center. Like the the defense is health yeah. is good when it's healthy. But and they they got like even look at goal. like the defense right now. They have Ben Chirot and Shea Weber. They have. Brett Kulik and Jeff Petrie. They have Joel Edmondson and yeah. Alexander. Yeah, there was like solid, wow. so solid defense. Romanoff. Let's say solid defense. And Vector Metti. Solid defense. Solid. Metti, is it Metti or Metti? Yeah, goaltending. Uh, yeah, solid goaltending. But yeah, like goaltending. I say, I say their offense is still iffy. They iffy have <laughs> compared to the rest. They of have the some team. holes up front. Yeah, but like I think the defense can hold them into the games. Like. Where they can get some wins and stuff. Yeah. yeah but like this team, sure. I don't see this team like blowing out anyone though. Like four nothing wins or like seven one wins. I don't see that in their future. The, this year, anyways. Well, remember last year was, um, it was Suzuki that really stepped up for them. Yeah. Yeah. Suzuki's going to be good. Oh, they updated um, Ottawa's lineup now with their additions. Kind mm-hmm. of. Okay. What are the additions, Brandon? So, oh shoot, are we going to mix into that? Uh, I thought we we're just. Going you to brought it up, man. Right. Okay, I brought it up. I brought it up. So they didn't add the other two yet, but they added. Um, so pretty much the first thing they did was they got Derek Stefan for Columbus Blue Jackets second round pick because the Sens had three next year, which is like you imagine like That's this year they had three. This year they had three. Next year they have three. Yep. Pierre Dorian does a good job with what he has there. Yeah. They only have two next so, year. Oh, no, never mind. It hasn't updated with the temp. Oh, no. Yeah, it does. Well, yeah, they only have yeah, two, year and two next year. Well, they're probably going to start trading they, No, somebody. they must have traded because they originally had three. Yeah, because no, remember Matt Bay Murray. One, the Tampa Matt Bay Murray. one they got. Yeah, they're gonna start trading. Because they traded Matt Murray for a second round pick. No, they signed Matt Murray, didn't they? No. So they, they had three. No, they traded Matt Murray for a second round pick. So they had three picks. They traded Matt Murray. And then next year they had three picks, but they traded one for Derek Stefan. Yeah, because they have to get, they have to start getting then they have to start getting rid of them. Then they got two. The, yeah. So then, then they go and do another trade with Tampa to help Tampa with their cap, pretty much. Oh yeah, the Dirk Stefan trade out of his what six million a year, Phoenix is still paying four, and the Sens are only paying two. That's which, that's a that's a real good deal. Yeah, which like Sens fans were complaining, they're like, Derek Stefan's not worth the second round pick. It's just like, did you not but see Derek Stefan when he played with New York? Yeah, they're kind of right. See... I don't think he's worth a second round <laughs> yeah, pick. That but then, then you also look at it. They did get a second round pick for the cap dump of 
uh, Tampa Bay, yeah. so it's kind of balancing itself. So out. Tampa Bay, they they acquired Braden Colburn and Cedric Paquette. Did I say that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, and they tra- and they got a 2022 second round pick. So it's not next year; it's the year after. But yeah, but this still, they, still they have the get, second round pick. They have to start getting rid of these picks, though, because they can't like. It's getting to the point where they need to start like developing these players, and they can't just be like getting picks. You never get rid of picks like that. You keep the picks. No, no, you, no, you yeah, trade the players. The worst so case, prospects. worst case, you stunt the your talent's growth. Right, like you look at. Right now, you can put them in any league in the world, though. They don't need to be in the AHL. Your number one draft pick? So interesting. He's so going to be on the, the roster. Exactly. So, so look at the Sens. Your talent. So looking though. at the Sens roster right now. So they have Brady Kachuk, Josh Norris, and Evgeny Evgeny Dadanov. Yeah, Dadanov. Evgeny Dadanov. Evgeny Dadanov. So they yeah. have them at the top. They have Ten Switchell, Derek Stepan, and Connor Brown. Stutzla. Stutzla. So yeah. they have Tim Stutzla, Derek Stepan, <laughs> and Connor Brown for the second line. They have Galchenyuk, Colin White, and Drake Batherson for the third line, which is pretty good because Colin White was their yeah. first line center last year. And Batherson was their first pick two years ago? No. Drake Batherson was – he wasn't – in the first round, I thought he was one of the later rounds, wasn't he? Because they're um, because they did um Notre Dame. They did Notre Dame in um 2019 because they took two Notre Dames. They took one in the first round. They took one in the second round because they took um a t- defenseman. 2017, he was drafted in the fourth round. Yeah. Then their fourth line is Nick Paul, Chris Turney, and Austin Watson. Yeah, so like you, you just have like so that's decent. That's a big improvement. Like my thing is like where they're gonna pit. Like I don't think um, Cedric even fits in the lineup right now. Like I think Paquette? it's be a healthy stretch. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. they're all, they're also planning for a couple guys being on the taxi squad. Yeah, like I think he's going to be in the taxi squad because there's no way you get rid of anyone on the roster right now. Yeah, they can get rid of people on their roster. Let's like we're they're the Ottawa Senators guys. Like, they're not like they're not like the Stanley Cup champion team. They're the Ottawa Senators. They can move players. Their top four, the top two. I don't know. Their top two, yes, that's probably untouchable. But their bottom three, they can probably or bottom two, they could probably move players. Like it's the Ottawa Senators. It's not like yeah. It's not like it's the Toronto Maple Leafs or it's defense. the Winnipeg or the not Winnipeg Jets, the Vancouver Canucks. They are the Ottawa Senators. They can move players. <laughs> their defense, in other words. <laughs> so their yeah. defense, they got Tom Shabbat and Nikita Zetsev. Zetsev, their first Zetsev. Holy smokes! What's with these damn European names? Okay. So that's the first pairing. Um, Eric Brandstrom and Artem Zub. Like, legitly, it's just Zub. Z U B. I didn't even heard of this guy before. Yeah, the defense is, defense needs a lot of work. And Kristen Walleen and Josh Brown is their other, 
is the third pairing. But they also got Braden Colbert now, so he'll probably fit, I'm guessing, second. He'd fit their second pair. It's looking more like a literal NHL defense. Yes. Yeah. And then they, and they're not like Artem Zub. And they're not bad. I want to look them up. Artem Zub. Not bad goaltending. Oh, he's a Russian. Oh, he's twenty-five. Holy smokes! Oh, he wasn't drafted by the Suns either. He just came straight from um the KHL. And he played for um oh yeah, he played for the best the best KHL team. Oh, it was Putin? SKA St. Petersburg. Yeah, it was Putin. What? It's the team that Putin plays on. Yeah. Yeah, SKA St. Petersburg. Same one that um Kovalchuk Stop. plays for. Yeah, that's where every best player plays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, any best Russian plays for the SKA St. Petersburg. So rigged those a rig such a rig team well it's like it's like it's like the red wings in the early 2000s no it's worse than the red wings because the red wings didn't have the president of the united states on their team yeah like literally no one can hit him oh they're missing what's his face from the roster too the other russian um he's a center Oh, Artem, Artem Manisio. Yeah, Artem Manisio. Yeah, you said it right. I forgot he played for them. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he's not even on the roster right now. Is he coming back? He might not be. Which I mean, I think he's coming back for the season. He's he's listed on their roster on cap friendly. Yeah. Are you on daily pace off? Uh, I was. What am I on right now? Yeah, I'm on daily face off. Holy smokes. Yeah, so the sense aren't looking too too bad. I, I wonder what I wonder what Chicago is looking like now with Kirby Dodge. Let's look at this. Tough. Ah, I won't look. Because Kirby Doc and then also losing Jonathan Taves, those are their two top line centers. So those are two big holes. Well, they got they got Carl Soderberg. Yeah, he with the right guys, he probably still could play a second line role, but I don't yeah. know about a top line role. Oh, yeah, so it's not updated line. yet. So they, so they got Alex to bring it, Jonathan Taze and Dominic Kubelik. Kubelik? Kubelik, yep. yeah. Then they got uh Pia Sutter, Suter, Dylan Stromey, Patrick Kane, which I mean good for them for getting for getting Dylan Stromey because he's actually been something for them, not like when he played for Phoenix. Then the third line they got Yanmark, Walmark. <laughs> Dylan Strom still is an RFA, so he still needs to get signed. Otherwise, it's going to be very interesting looking at the Blackhawks. Black Hawks, oh my goodness. To play too many video games. Center situation. That is true. That is true. They, do, they, do, they need something. 
Or maybe they're just taking the chance that maybe uh, Taves Oof. might be back. That he might not be out for the entire season. Yeah. For those who didn't know, Jonathan Taves is out with a serious medical con- medical condition. We think. Yes. We don't really know much about it. Well, it is a medical Which condition. Like, he did say it is a medical condition. He didn't yeah. say what it was. He thinks it's, it's an illness. Yeah. But we don't really know what the thing is. Well, I mean, like, look at last week with, like, poor Hun- Hendrick Lundquist. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. went fast. Like, first was hurt, and now he has to have open-heart open surgery. Yep. Well, the only, I guess, good thing is that nowadays open-heart surgery is something that happens quite regularly. Yeah. But still, he's not going to be playing in the NHL for a little while. No, or if maybe never he's again. He's forty almost. Yeah, he might never. Like play at this again. point, does he just retire and just take a role? Maybe be a goalie coach somewhere. Yeah, if that's what he wants to do. I have a feeling he wants to keep playing. Yeah, like if his heart can take it, like you know, they can fix his heart and he can take it. Then you know, more power to him. But mm-hmm. he, like you said, he is forty. So it's not like he's like coming back at his at thirty or like in his twenty late early late twenties. Not like he's eighteen. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it is a little different. So we'll yeah. see if he can he, he can even take it. But that's yeah. even like that's even like Taze too. Like Taze will probably come back, but even if he didn't, like he still It all depends what it is, right? Yeah. Like he still had a good NHL career for Pete's sake. Definitely. Three time champions. Three yeah, cups. Three. three cups. Three cups. Two golds. Two golds. Two golds? Uh, or just one? Yeah. No, 2016, 2010. 2014, 2010. Yeah, I didn't think he was at 2010, so that's why I thought it was only two. But yeah. Yeah. Uh... And um, World Junior Championship, because you don't remember that year that he they put him in the shutout and he scored every shootout. Shootout. Not yep. shutout. Yeah, like he's he's well, he's, he wasn't shut out. He has won it at every at every high level. He's won he's won yeah. a championship. Has he won a world championship though? Probably. Well, maybe not because the Blackhawks pretty much make the playoffs yeah, every year, year for the last couple of years. Maybe in the early because wasn't it like maybe the early, early times? Corey Perry. Maybe. Because what are the three main ones? The three main ones are... The Olympics, World Juniors, and then the World's... Uh, the other one, the... I don't think... Is the World Juniors considered one of the three, though? Yeah, it yeah. is. It's one of the three. Corey Perry's done all three. Not a... He doesn't have a cup. Yes, he no, does. No, he's all, all... Yeah, Corey Perry won for the Ducks. Hello, number nine. Yeah, for some reason I was, I was thinking the Sharks was on, but that's not right. Yeah, he beat the same team we were talking about, the Ottawa Senators. He's won. Yeah. He's won the Memorial Cup too. Yeah. Corey Perry did. Yeah, yeah. The only play, I think he won the, with the London Knights. I think the only player that's ever done it all is Brad Richardson, though. No, Cause, cause I think he, Corey Perry. No, because Brad Richardson won an AHL championship too. You went. I got a good trivia question this week, guys, about that. Um, okay. You? We're off the rails here. We're trying to get to 
the rest of the free agent signing. Oh, the Triple Gold Club. Okay, I'll make that my question, so I won't ruin it. Perfect. Um, the triple Gold Club. The Edmonton Oilers signed a... That's an easy one. I can't even say his name. Koki? Koki? Slater Koku. Koku. Slater Koku. One-year Coco. deal. Just say Coco. Coco. There you go. Uh, how do you yeah, that adds a bit of depth on the defense. Yeah, I, li- I like I what the Oilers... He's a pretty been- solid player. I like what the Oilers been doing, and they he also was got... good. He was good on the World Juniors. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Um, and I like what the Oilers but been Slater doing. Slater was good in the World Juniors. They got another player. One at a time, please, guys. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, relax. Good way and go. Yeah. Uh, like they got another player too. I can't remember his name, but they gave a PTO to. So I like what the Oilers been doing. They've been getting. They gave two. One to Dylan. Ryan Stratton. Yeah, Stratton. Ryan Stratton. Yeah, yeah. He's a defenseman, and then Shore. Was it Devin Shore? I think it was Devin Shore. Yeah, that sounds right to me. So, like, yeah, yeah I like the old. Yeah, Devin Shore. Devin Shore. Not Who's it? A, yeah, Devin Shore is the forward, and then Ryan Stratton's a defenseman. Which is good. I think, like you know, they're they're and spending good money, not like they used to when they just spend money and not have anything so to show far. for it. So it happens when your GM kind of knows what he's doing. Well, the other GM knew what he was doing too because he did. Remember, he did win a cup with the Boston Bruins. Yeah. <laughs> like they can't say he didn't know what he was doing. I just think he just had. I just think he had. Uh, he overspends, and that works in Boston, but does not work in Edmonton because <laughs> Boston has infinite the issue- money. Sorry. The issue is he tried to win a cup in Edmonton with the same exact formula that he won in Boston. But this is like five, six years later when the NHL was already transitioning to the speed game. And he is bringing in people like Milan Lucic, who probably shouldn't have never got paid that much in the first place, who was a bigger, slower guy in the first place. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. and But the thing is, like, those mistakes – you can make those mistakes in Boston because Boston, like how many times we've seen Boston sign players and like, oh, that was a bad deal and just trade them off and it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt them for years. But again, you can't do that in Edmonton. Like you're no Edmonton is not that kind of market. Like, it helps when you don't give guys no trade clauses. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. That is very true. Who's next? Uh, What's well, next the Kings, win? Kings sign Afasinu. Uh, Andreas Athanasiu. There we go. One-year deal, one point two million dollars, according to TSN. I think he might be a good good fit in uh, LA. I hope he does well. Why do you guys think the Oilers didn't resign him for that much for one point two? I don't think he he just wasn't doing what he doesn't fit. Yeah, he wasn't doing what he was like what they got him for. He was brought in to play with Connor McDavid because he's a fast guy, and they just didn't fit together. No, so there's no point keeping to try. They tried, didn't work. You move on. Yep, and I think and I think LA is probably a little better fit for him. Like, I think they probably would have tried to keep him if the salary cap went up, mm. but since it didn't, you know, there's nothing really you can do. That's true. That is true. But uh, that's the that's the four or that's Ooh. the big signings that we saw that we wanted to talk about. I'm sure there was way more. Really? Okay. 
you forgot about Ethan Bear. Two years, two million dollars. That is that's not true. a. That's, that's a, a. That's a pretty good deal. But that's not a sign. That's like. Is, huh? that, is that more like a re-sign though? It's a signing. Yeah, I was talking like signing. Well, that's is an, an extension. Sign. Extension. Yeah, that's an extension. That's not a okay. re-sign. No, an extension is totally different. Because <laughs> you can get an extension. Well, I, didn't, I see. Because technically, an extension has contracted to run up. There you go. See. I see on the list of topics you sent us. It actually doesn't show up on here. So. Ooh. So, Base. a PTO is not a contract. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> True. Well, but, it's like a semi-contract. But it's like Ethan Bear is good. Team, but it's a tryout. I think Ethan Bear's. A... Oh, sorry, talking over each other. I think Ethan Bear is a good sign, though. Resign, especially for how yeah. old he is. Um, because he's two like years, two million dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah, because he's like twenty-five. The biggest now, right? thing. No, he was drafted the same year as McDavid. No, he's older than McDavid. Ethan Maybe Bear, a no. year older. Let's see. They were both drafted in 2015. It's just one's a, one's a prime talent, and the other one took a couple of years, but he's doing Top four now. defenseman. Oh, I think yeah. the biggest hurdle Ethan Bear has to face is playing with um, Nurse. Well, as much as I hate it because I like Nurse a lot, if Bear can't... I love Nurse. If Bear can't See, play with him, you might... have shirt on right now. <laughs> if, if, Bear, if Bear can't play with him, I think you might have to trade Nurse. Ooh. I don't like talking. Because you do have a lot of young talent coming in, right? Like if, Bear, if Nurse can't fit, unfortunately, you have to let him go because... I think you. Sh- I think Bear needs someone like Adam Larson, who's more of a shutdown guy. So yeah. I think they try them starting off the top of the year because Bear is a puck moving defenseman, and Nurse tries his best to be a puck moving defenseman. He just doesn't have as much a skill as some of the other guys. What? So you got your um, Ethan Bear jersey with you? No, not with me right now. Ah, okay. Continue on. <laughs> Thanks for stopping everything. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I I think that's a good deal for the Oilers back to like the signings that they've done. Like I think, you know, they've done a lot of stuff to help them. Tyson Berry's been good too. Yep. Tyson Berry is pretty much cleft palm. Just it's... staying a little healthier. So like yeah, if you look at their linings, it's Nurse Bear, Jones Berry. Russell and Larson, which switch Barry bad. and Russ, switch Barry and Larson, and then that's their lineup. Really, you think Barry plays with Russell? Well, Barry, yeah, I because Barry's gonna get all the power play time, yeah, so he's gonna get his minutes elsewhere. He's he can play, and yeah, I mean, that's not a bad defense either, it's not great. No, it's, it's definitely great. has two second pairings. Like the the bear and yeah. nurse, that's a second pairing, and then also their second pairing, so they don't really have a top pairing, especially as much as I'm not a the huge the biggest um, Oscar Clefbaum fan. He's a top. He's the second. He's the top two. Well, guy. I guess like on paper I they think, on paper I think they, they don't. Put, um... Sorry, on paper they don't. No, they don't on paper. But bear like if bear emerges this year as a top defenseman. That could change. Yeah. 
Yep. But I think he's going to have a tough time, though, like I said, being that top guy with having a player a lot similar to him with who's a little bit of a defensive liability. Well, I think, too, the the prospect they have, what's his name? Um, Proberg uh, or Bouchard? Yeah, Proberg. I and think Proberg's going to be oh, – holy smokes, I already butchered it. But, yeah, I think he's going to be like a first like pairing. Well, yeah, and you have- both of those guys have a lot of speed. They're not the best in their own zone, though. So oh. far, anyways, they can develop into that. But Broberg's a very much offensive defenseman. Yeah, which I mean, if you pair him with Clefbaum, that's perfect. Yeah, you don't need to worry about your own zone. No, you don't. Oh, he's got Clefbaum. Clefbaum can do that. He can. He's a defensive defenseman. He just. Yeah. You know, does this thing? It's like when the Eric Carlson He's first played for um, when Carlson first played for the Sens, he always had a defensive. They'll just play like the, they'll well, play. Yeah. They'll well, just play like the Edmonton, the Oilers of the eighties. Those guys didn't play defense; they just outscored everyone. And <laughs> helps when you have a goalie too. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, All right, Dwayne. All what's right, going on so today in next? hockey? Well, oh, I'm going to yeah. do uh, Elio Kovalchuk yes, first. Sir. Because he's, retur- he's, retur- he's, re- he's returning to the KHL. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, why is our internet so bad? Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> Ilio Kovacek. You lagged, you lagged very, very hard on our. <laughs> I was saying that internet's Go. bad. Anyways. Yeah, Kovacek. Ilio yeah, Kovacek. in hockey, though. He's back in the KHL. Not in the AHL. I'm not that surprised. Yeah, like you're... two like, years, too. Yeah, he's not he's just not as fast in the NHL anymore. Um, but, but I will say, Bergevin looks like a bandit now. Signing him for league minimum, trading <laughs> him for what was it, a second round pick, and now he's gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that yeah, that is pretty bandit like right there. Uh, but yeah, like I think Elio Kovachuk. Never reached his potential, unfortunately, in the NHL. Like he probably not. Like you look at like all the Russia. Like he's as great because we we talk about Ilya Kovalchuk now, but the problem when he was, was drafted was that big contract. Ah, you could say big contract with anyone, but when he was signed, because yeah, but even like he should have went to L.A. That's what the thing. He was doing good. He should have went to L.A. Yeah. He should have signed with LA, and he would have yeah. won a cup. Like he earlier. No, at the same time, because he was doing good with Atlanta. The two teams that he had choice for was LA yeah. and LA and uh, New and Jersey. I'm saying earlier than he actually did. Not oh yeah. Oh he yeah. Came back from Russia. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Brandon. Continue. Confusing today, folks. It's it's the last it's the last podcast of the year, and our internet is sucky. Do, do, do. <laughs> Who's yours? <laughs> Uh, all of ours, because if you've lagged, I've lagged. <laughs> so far, the only person who hasn't lagged is okay. Brandon. But anyways, continue, Brandon. Yeah, because like you think of it, like he was, he was good with Atlanta. Like let's face it, only made the playoffs one yes. year when he was with them. His but record still holds in Winnipeg. He just decided to screw everything up. He wanted to be the first hundred million dollar contract guy, and look what happened. Now all the players are kicking his butt because the contract changed after that. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't just him. Hoso was in there too because Hoso was getting those 
trying to get that big contract. Well, well, I think I think it wasn't it wasn't the Hosa. It was more the the Suter Parise. Yeah, well, no, thirteen year Hosa was the last one. Hosa was the last big one, and after Hosa, that's when they changed it. When Chicago signed Hosa, that's when they changed the deal. It didn't the Devils. The Devils lost the first round pick too because of it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's going to be his legacy. He changed the NHL to not having massive contracts. All the players could have probably. Been like, I could have. I could have had the hundred mil contract. If it wasn't for that old Kovalchuk. If it wasn't him, it would have been someone else, though. Well, I think it would have been if it wasn't David Clarkson. <laughs> If he didn't well, sign... his contract looks terrible now, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Sutter. Sutter's looks bad, too. Yeah. Ah. Sutter's is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah sorry, Sutter's Suter. isn't too bad, but... But, no, it's bad, too. Um, But, like, I think also the problem was that he was a Russian player and went back to Russia. And, just, and the NHL and Russia have this deal that, like, they won't attack... Like, they won't, like, poach each other's players. And he kind of, like, broke that. And then the NHL didn't respond because they're like, well, we don't want this like in- this incident to happen. And they, then the Russians are like, oh, we don't want that to happen either. So like they just kind of like, fine, you just can't come back to the NHL. Because <laughs> like he left so yeah. much money on the table. Like they had to like, I think, did they have to keep playing him? Or was it just like they just wiped it away? Like it was like, you don't. They just wiped it away. Yeah. like He wasn't allowed it. to come back till it ended. Or he could have, yeah. but the Jets... And then his the, contract there ended. But the New Jersey... No, he could have, but the Devils could veto it. So if he came back and he wasn't going to sign with the Devils, the Devils could be like, nope. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> Which he didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think he was talking about it a few times, but yeah, like... It, it's... It's sad because he was a, he was a talented player. Like in his prime, he was probably yeah one of the one of at like, not the you, time you'd put him Russian. behind Ovechkin at the time. No, he was ahead of Ovechkin at the time. At the, at at that time when he signed that big contract, he was the better player than Ovechkin because Ovechkin was still still yeah. a young rookie, right? Or it's not a young rookie, but a younger player. And it's not like. He did bad in SK St. Petersburg either. No, no, he did not. He just it's got just, old there. It's just he went to the best KHL team, you know. And yeah, I think was, he's there again. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, he signed there again. He signed there. Yeah, because him and Putin are best buddies. Because when he went, to, when he went to, when he went there the first time, like the Putin was like, yeah, now we're going to have this really good league and get all these players. And they were all, because people were scared that Ovechkin was going to go over there too, because they were like, oh, they're going to get all the Russians, but obviously they will. But... No, that, at that time that they were worried that they're that all the, they're going to get all the Russians. It obviously didn't happen that way, but <laughs> but let's do today in hockey. My favorite's Brandon's favorite segment. I think it's everyone's favorite segment. It's a good segment. Let's see if we can find it again. I was making side noises and I realized I was muted. Oh, God, then. I'm glad that uh, you didn't get the chance to do that. Oh, did I get rid of it? 
Na, 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 na. There it I don't is. think we're allowed to use that. I don't think we're allowed to either. <laughs> Just bleep that out. Hold on a second. I had it. I don't know what happened to it. We're a professional. Can we mute him? Uh, if we were all together, I could have. If I didn't mute myself. Can't you mute him? You're the host. No, but then we're all muted. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we're all muted. Today in go. hockey, 1981. No, we're not going to go there yet. We're going to go to 1934. Ty- uh, Tidy Thompson of the Boston Bruins and Dave Kerr of the New York Rangers are flawless in a 0-0 tie at the Garden. That would be very interesting to see nowadays because that would never happen, but a 0-0 tie. Can you imagine how disappointed you'd be at the end of that game? <laughs> Your team would be like, no one scored. <laughs> so that happened. The goals would be like, free shutout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1967, the LA Kings opened their new home, the LA Forum, which is, I think, no longer. I think it's still standing, but it doesn't. Ex- it they don't use it anymore. They obviously went to the Staples Center, and they won- and they lost to the Philadelphia Flyers two nothing. So that wasn't a very welcome home homecoming. 1978, Frank. That's sad. All right. Frank Udvari becomes the oldest ma- uh, oldest man to referee in an NHL game, and he was 55. Or he was 54. He was a few days short of his, his birthday. He was 54. And the biggest thing that happened oh. December 30th, can you guys guess? It happened in this city. Regrets he got signed? No. It did, it was something it was something Wayne Gretzky. No, it's not gonna sound. What? Oh, fifty goals in fifty games. That's right. No, less games. In thirty eight games. He scored. I was right. So he broke uh putting him on track to beat Marcin or Maurice Richard and Mike Bossy, but he did it I think he scored five goals that game or three goals. But anyways, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky that scored. That was five goals. Yeah. So Wayne Gretzky uh, set another record. He was <laughs> the, the great one. And fun fact, I'm not sure how many people know this. His parents were supposed, they were about to go on a road trip. And his parents were supposed yeah. to come on the road trip because he was supposed to get it on the road trip. <laughs> yeah. But he ended up getting five goals in one game. <laughs> so they didn't get to see it. Uh, it's... it's like watching McDavid, you just have to watch every single time. You never know what's gonna happen. For Walter Gretzky, <laughs> had his home broken into what was it two weeks ago? Oh, yeah, that's was the last week. It was the last week. It was last week. He had his home broken into. At least they kept the guys that stole the stuff though. That's good. And they're night- gonna bring back public hangings just for that. Nineteen <laughs> eighty. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty ballsy. Attack like the great one's dad. It's like you didn't attack Crosby's dad. You attacked the Muse dad. You just you just stole from the greatest NHL player of all times, dad. But anyways, back on track. Nineteen eighty nine. The Toronto Maple Leafs trailed six one with zero or a minute five remaining in the second period but scored six goals in a row to defeat the Boston Bruins 7-6 in overtime. 
which is ironic because that same thing happened to them in the playoffs against Boston when they were up <laughs> going into the third and lost in overtime <laughs> to the Boston Bruins. <laughs> uh, 1999, Yerma Yager scored three goals for his, for his sixth career hat trick at the time and then set up four other Pittsburgh Penguins for a 9-2 win. So that's insane. That's seven points. Career high for uh, Yurimir Yager. In 2006, Martin Brodeur... Oh, oh, sorry. Martin Brodeur sets an NHL record with the most career shutouts in <laughs> with one team when he helped the New Jersey Devils defeat the Islanders 2-0 at NASA. It's, it was his 86th shutout at the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Holy smokes. And then 2017. Doesn't he have almost a hundred? Yeah, I think so. Like it was close. What was that time? Doesn't Okay, I'm gonna look it up, keep going. Uh and the last one, 2017, Barry Trotz passes Lindy Ruff for fifth place in all time list with his seven the 730th NHL coaching victory with the Washington Capitals defeating the New Jersey Devils. Five two. And that's today. Martin Burr. That is and that is, is this week's well shoot, shoot, what's what's the name of the statement called again? <laughs> that is this week's That is this oh shoot. Um give me one second. Today in hockey. Google Docs. <laughs> that is today in hockey. Martin Broder has hundred and twenty five shoutouts. Holy oh, that's insane. That's why he was the best goalie of all time. It's like what? That's that's almost well. That's more than one season. That's like playing a whole season, not letting one goal in. Yeah. In playoffs. Good math. Well, you know, gotta more learn something that. from business school. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, slay me, Brandon. Are we, are we going into the? Are we going into the questions now? No, 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 no. What? And this is what I have for you guys. Okay. I want to know your top three, who, in your opinion, underrated players that just don't get any love or just they, no one talks about them anymore. That you grew, either grew Troma up Gimla. watching. No, Troma Gunla got love. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yes, he does. His jersey's hanging in Calgary. I'd still say Jerome Ginla. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. If we're not going to say Jerome, I say Craig Conroy because he's he wasn't too bad either. I would agree with that. Craig Conroy. Craig Conroy didn't get a lot of love. Theo yeah. Fleury, too. Theo Fleury? He doesn't get the love he deserves. No, but like he's not underrated. Well, he's he's, not, in the, he's, he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame, though. No. No, it's not. You know who else? I'd say Patty Sharp. Yeah, let's say that one. Did you think? No, Patrick too. I was gonna say same thing as um, Justin Williams too, Mister Mister Playoff. I would I would also venture to say, like it's not yet right now, but it will be in the future. Uh, Taylor Hall, because if you think about it, yeah. No, when he retires, like you're not gonna remember. Like he, I don't think he'll ever win a cup. And he's doesn't done anything amazing. Like I think people are just gonna forget. Like they're they'll be like, oh, 
like if you watch them, you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember Taylor Hall, and other people I think won't remember who he is. But do you think he will ever do anything amazing? That's the big question. Maybe. You know who's another player that dropped off like Taylor? Jordan Eberle. Yeah. Jordan, yeah, Jordan Eberle. Because he's out of the spotlight. Yeah, because if you look at the past, like it was Eberle, Nugent Hawkins, then Hall. Then they trade Hall and Eberle. And now you hear of Hall, but you never hear of Eberle. You did for that one year when he was Even doing the Islanders did good last. When he was in the playoffs that one year, their first year that they made it without uh, Taves, they uh, yeah. he was like he did really good that year, and then yeah, like he kind of fell off the year after, and you haven't heard anything. One goalie that I can think of would be um Ryan Miller. Yeah, like again, yeah, yeah, Ryan Miller. I don't think it's will get the love that he deserves because he held that ball. Also, team. he just signed back in Anaheim. Got to stay with close to his wife, my friend. I have a feeling that's the only place he was going to stay. Well, that or L.A. Yeah. Anything California. Okay. What What about you, Dwayne? What do you got? Uh, I would say uh, Marislav Satan was another one that I think people forget. That he was like a, a top elite player at, at the time, like when at his prime. And he won a cup finally. But he was like a bottom player when he won a cup with Pittsburgh. And I'd say... Uh, I would say uh, Bertuzzi, Todd Bertuzzi. Like you remember Naslin, but you don't like, like Bertuzzi's kind of starting to phase out of like people's memory of like in the time. Yeah, it was Bertuzzi, Morrison, and Naslin. Yeah. And I think you remember Morrison and you remember Naslin, but you don't really remember Bertuzzi too much anymore. Like, especially after the incident. (laughs) I I think that's part of the reason. That's even like Chris Phillips, or not Chris Phillips, Alex Edler. That's what it's been for. <laughs> yeah, Alex Edler. Alex Edler has been a keystone on the Vancouver for a while. Like especially like Matty Olin, like when he left for Tampa, it was Edler that stepped up for Vancouver. That's true. I'd say Dwayne Rollison too. Like I think we remember him in Edmonton because yeah. of what he did, but yeah. I don't think anybody else. This is a playoff run, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, but I think anybody outside of in Edmonton doesn't really remember who Dwayne Rollison is. Didn't he win a cup? Wasn't it? Wasn't it with Dallas? Might have. I can't remember. I remember he got the huge contract, and then we traded him, and then that's the last I remember about him. Because I thought he won in like 99 with Dallas. He could have. You know who's going to be underrated is um Chris Kunitz. But I don't know if it's just because he played with super good teams, but he has cups. Yeah. That's true. I, I, I could see him being underrated. Like being viewed as underrated when it's what, with done. Anaheim? Than Pittsburgh. Well, even Patrick Sharp, right? Yeah, I mentioned Patrick Sharp. Oh, did you? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mentioned Patty Sharp. Yeah, he did. I mentioned I mentioned oh. Patty Sharp than Justin Williams. Because remember, because Justin Williams won the Canes, then he won with the Kings. Yep. 
most uh, playoff uh, Stanley Cup finals in NHL history. Yeah. So like, and I and I think uh, they call him Mister Game Seven. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Like, do you think ever? Like, do you think Justin Williams get voted into the Hall of Fame? He yep. should, but I don't think he will. Dwayne Rollison did not win a cup. Don't know what I was talking about. No. Right. If you knew that, why didn't you say anything? I didn't say that. I, I said, I said that's all right. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Matt Brandon. But anyways, yes, Brandon's like she didn't win a cup. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But the other news, the last news before we go into quizzes and hot takes, uh, Latestu calls it a career after 11 seasons. Yeah. Playing with Columbus, Edmonton, Pittsburgh, and the, the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, he was a good bottom six guy. He, he was. was a big part of the 2015 playoff run for Edmonton. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't very long, but he helped <laughs> no. it out. No, it was not. Well. Should we do quizzes now? Kind of like Patty Maroon. Yeah. Yes. Except Patty Maroon's won two cups back to back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for my quiz? Yes. So my question is tailing off the other one. Actually, I kind of got two questions, but they're both like super quick. Okay. So the Golden Club. Have... What? Do they only have one answer? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the NHL Triple Gold Club, who was the last player to win it? Or who was the last player to be part of it? It happened in June 2019. Uh, What's the Triple Gold Club exactly again? Just a refresher. So it's World Championships, Olympics, and Stanley Cup. So Pavel Datsuk has it. Corey Perry has it. Cindy Crosby, Patrice Rojoan, Jonathan Taze, Eric Stahl. Don't forget Corey Babcock. <laughs> Babcock has it as a coach. Zetterberg, Cornwall, Chris Pronger, Frederick Modine has it. Is it Ovechkin? Yeah, it has to be no. Ovechkin. No, it's Canadian. Is it Oshi? Oh. Nope. Canadian. Taves? No. Yeah. Nope. He's 2019. A yeah, he's a defenseman when the Capitals won. No, 2019 was when Capitals. No, no. 2019 was last year, so that's the blue, blue, so it's um, Bowmeister? Yes. Jay Bowmeister joins the club, was the latest member of the club. Well, right away, O'Reilly's probably going to get in that club, too. And they're allowed back at the Olympics. Well, the one thing also was Ch- with Taze because he did win a world championship in 2007. But anyways, the next question is, so there's a triple gold club, but then there's only two players that are a triple gold club. In addition, besides that, have won a world junior championship, a Memorial Cup, and the World Cup of Hockey. There's only two players that have done it. Sidney Crosby. Uh, Nope. No, Sidney Crosby hasn't been to the world the world championship. Dude's always in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. 
once. No, he's so he's, every year. He's, he's every a year when his he's team a part gets of the triple gold, he goes there. Okay, yes, so yeah. what is Corey Perry like we mentioned earlier? Okay, who is the other one? Is it Getzlaff? Is it Pomeister again? No, it's not Pomeister. Uh, this player is retired. Shane Doan. One of the greatest. Nope. I was just gonna say Shane Doan. <laughs> uh, okay. Is it a Ginla? Nope. No, oh, never mind. He doesn't have a cup. Yeah. Um. Tired. Oh yeah, Shane Doan. So one. this player is one. This player has won the triple gold, World Junior Championship, Memorial Cup, and World Cup of Hockey. And is in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he's retired. Uh, He played with his brother. His brother? He played with his brother. One of the greatest defensemen of all time. Oh! Oh, I know it too. Thompson, not Thompson. Played for the Ducks. I'm not talking about Scott Niedermeyer, are you? Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't remember the name, but it's the Ducks. Scott Niedermeyer. Scott Niedermeyer did win. Ducks are- Scott Niedermeyer and Corey, Corey Perry are the only one that have won. I want to say the gold. I would say what? You call it the platinum six? That's actually- sure. They're the only two players that have ever won it. You want to go, Ty, or do you want me to go? Sure. Well, sure to what? There's. I'll go. Oh. Okay. You guys ready? I'm ready. There's a little bit of a, a little bit of a different one today. Okay. There is only one player. Wait, let me double check this. Dwayne, you actually go. Fine. All right. There's only been uh, two Russians to ever go number one. Who are they? Ovechkin. Ovechkin. One other one. Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk. Here we go. That was an easy one. Come on, man. My mouth full. Okay, fine. Name the first non-American or Canadian to ever win the Stanley Cup as a captain. Was it Cornwall or, Z- or not Cornwall? Um, nope. No, not Zetterberg. Um, Lindstrom? Nope. Lindstrom was not the captain when they won the cup. I thought it was 2008, wasn't it? Who was the captain when they won in 2008? Oh, Pavel Datsu. No. It was Pavel Datsu. Yeah, Pavel Dazzle took over captain after him. Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it? Uh, it's not Lynch. Okay, because Lynch was wasn't captain. Zetterberg though. the captain after he left, not Dazzle. Was it? Wasn't Zetterberg not Dazzle? Google. No, you can't ask Google. <laughs> Brandon does it all the time. No, I don't. Don't lie. Uh, I he he's he played in the East Coast. Was it Canadians? Canadians. Oh yeah. Oh. Chara. Yes, sir. 
the Daniel Charles what? was the first player no. to was no the first way. European player to ever win the Stanley Cup as the captain of the team. Really? I'd yeah. say it's Litstro before Chara. So two thousand and what? What was that? Two thousand and seven? Yeah. No. Was it? That they won. Oh, it was twenty ten. Was it? Let's see, Boston. Cup. They won the cup. It was twenty ten. Brandon's right. Uh, um, yeah. So who was the women's captain? Brandon. Red. <laughs> <laughs> Do it second here. Red Wings captain when they won 2009, did you say? 2008. It was Blitzstrom. Okay, so sorry. It was. It's Isley. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know the answer to your own question. I didn't think he. I didn't think he was the captain. <laughs> Cause I remember they were saying. Cause I remember they were saying Chara was the first captain. Because it was Stevie. Because it was Stevie Y, and then it was Lidstrom, then it was Zetterberg. Yeah. And then they're captainless right now. Dylan Larkin's gonna be the next captain. It should be announced within the first next couple of days. I was gonna say it should be Dylan Larkin. All right. What's Probably your What's him. your question? Ty. Okay. There is one player to win both the Kelly Cup, which is the ECHL Championship, the Calder Cup, which is the AHL Championship, and the Stanley Cup. Brad Richardson. Brad Richardson. Huh? Brad nope. Richardson. Brett Hall? Brett Hall. No. Hall. So, wait, so, wait, so you're saying the ECHL, the AHL, and the NHL? Yep. Now, when he won all three, was he with the same team? I don't believe so. Mm. No. Did this happen recently? Okay. The last 10 years? Yes, within the last 10 years. Jake Allen? Nope. Was it Ben Bishop? No, he... No. Ben Bishop win a cup. <laughs> or not Ben Bishop, uh, Bennington. No. No. Did he play for the Capitals? Yes, he did. John Carlson? No. That wasn't a Mexican. Oh my gosh. I know he wouldn't play for the Caps because the Hershey Bears are so good in the AHL. Oh my gosh. Was, Tom Wilson? was it Oshie? Uh, hot dog? He won with he the Capitals. Yeah, he won with the Capitals. Was he Kale forward? He's a, he's a forward. Okay, I'll give you one hint, but it might give it away. Okay. Now he plays with Vancouver. Oh, Jay Beagle. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, he's the only player to win all three. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that is pretty cool. So, hot takes. Brandon, you ready? I don't have a hot take because I had two questions. Oh, okay. One of your questions didn't even count. 
Uh, well, they both counted. You guys had a guess. There's Dwayne's that wasn't very good. That's what it was. What? Hey, I got Dwayne's right too. Uh, I had three questions, yo. I, I, my hot take is that the North Division will be the hardest division this year in the NHL. (laughs) I think for sure. Because I don't think like because right now, looking at it, we can probably say if everything goes according to plan, Toronto gonna be number one. I don't think so, though. And then probably Edmonton or Vancouver. Those are interchangeable for me. And then Calgary is going to be about four for me. And then looking at it right now, if everything goes in my head, it's going to be between um, the Canadians and the Jets. For the last spot? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I think, I think the Canadians are going to trick some people, especially if Price and Allen both play good you're right i do i think it's totally possible but well, I, 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 <laughs> we're just looking at the, the reason playing any games the reason i think it's like the toughest is because like you just like you like brandon just said and you just said like you go toronto like clear number one on paper and then between because ottawa you go is on paper is the the last but then in should between, be the worst but in between that can go any which way you could go edmonton could it's be just two. one good week yeah, it's yeah. just one good week yeah, but the other thing too is that paper means nothing, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah, like that. So that even makes it even better because I think like, because I was like, I was talking to my buddy about it, and we looked at the other divisions, and there are clear bad teams in their divisions, and then clear good like the good teams. good good teams. Where at like this one, it's not like a hundred percent clear. Like you can't even count out the Sens because they have Matt no. Murray. Yeah, the Sens. But they'll probably lose to Seattle. No, they'll keep Matt Murray. Oh, that's my hot take. That's my hot take. <laughs> that Matt Murray's going. You also Sorry, said you said the whole, I spoiled it. You said hope. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they can lose Matt Murray. Yeah, you, said you say that, but then they have a 22-year-old goalie waiting, just waiting. Who you got? You got to decide. Who? No, because I think because I think the young goalie still counts under like protection, right? Elliot Friedman be... said he doesn't count. He doesn't count. This is from Elliot Friedman. So if it's wrong, don't get mad at me. But <laughs> my source is Elliot Friedman. So that's a pretty good source. Fair enough. Fair enough. Brandon? Because I'm saying so they like got to choose team. between the young guy and Murray. Maybe, but maybe they don't. That way you get to keep all your prospects too. And then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they take Holpe, because you said they take Holpe, you said they take Holpe. They take Holpe. They wouldn't take Murray. They can have both. Why not? Because it'd be too much. Holpe could be a mentor. For Murray? It's probably going to take, yeah. (laughs) Holpe's better than Murray. They could take Flurry. (laughs) Yeah, they could take Flurry. They can't take Flurry. You're wrong. Why? They can't? Why can't they take Flurry? Because Vegas doesn't count in the expansion draft. Vegas is not Vegas, Vegas is exempt. Vegas, Vegas is going to trade him. Ru- Leonard is their number one. So. They are so going to trade him. They're even ta- like they're- I think unless they're getting a goalie back, they're not trading him. And no one's going to want to pay for his salary. So I don't know. I think a bad team would. The only realistic situation I see happening is Flurry getting traded for Malcolm Subban. Which I, is not going to happen because they let Malcolm Subban. Well, if you're if you're ca- if you're the Washington Capitals, you don't have a goalie. I would trade for Murray. Yeah, they do. Who? Yeah, they do. 
They just signed Craig Anderson to a PTO. Whoa. Craig Anderson. (laughs) Hey, did you ever see Craig Anderson in the playoffs with the Sens? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. But but I'm I'm saying the Capitals could could make a move for for, uh, Flurry. If it, if the the deal's right, yeah, it would be ironic though. The team, the guy that like was their like thorn in their side is their goalie. <laughs> That's why I think it'd be funny if he goes to Chicago too. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, Brandon, funny. hot take. My hot take. What was your hot take, Ty? Uh, that Murray's going to that, the Seattle. Yes, that Murray's going to go to Seattle. They're going to have a lot of goalie options, Seattle. Just saying. I say that um, Seattle takes Tyler Johnson. That's and not really choice. a hot take. Yeah, that's not a hot take. No, I say they take him. I, I say they take. I say Tyler Johnson gets picked up by Seattle because Tyler Johnson is from Washington. Yeah. Tyler Johnson has a no movement clause. You'd have to allow it. And just saying, it's not that odd. Take. I think he'll do it. Well, if you're thinking that, I'd say that. I would say that, or I will say they're going to lose a defenseman. In the draft. <laughs> they're going to lose a forward or a defenseman. One of those two. Good job. No, no. I say it's Tyler Johnson, or they're going to lose a defenseman. Which defenseman? Um, the one they traded, the one they got for Montreal. Sergachev. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, okay, wait. Which, I think Sergachev's going to be one of their protective ones. Which def, Which goalie? Do or we, Ryan McDonough? Which d, d do we lose? Edmonton lose? With, with Not the, sure yet. Because uh, it's probably going to be between Caleb Jones and Chris Russell. Their yeah. choices. I'm surprised they wouldn't. Well, can't be as bad as what Vegas took. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's probably going to be a better choice. Caleb Jones um, is not a bad But player. they're also they're, – he's better than Griffin Reinhardt. Um, yeah. And then they're – okay, you ready for an even better hot take? Yes. Their captain is going to be TJ Oshie. The Kraken captain, the first one, TJ Oshie. You're crazy, I can see man. it. You're crazy. I can it's see – It's going to happen. They could try to go for uh... – the Oilers probably won't let it happen, but it oh. could happen. They could try to go for Mr. Bear. He played no, there. Be protected. He played there. Yeah, but they could still try to trade They're gonna for protect him. him. They could say try trade for him, trade for him. Because he plays there. So why don't you waste the protected spot out of him? I don't think they'll leave, they'll leave Larson number two. Because he played there. Yeah, Larson's up though. But Bear Bear played oh, there. He? Bear played in Seattle. Seattle fans know Bear. Yeah. Yeah. And you're trying to put bums in point? You're trying to put bums in seats. You might not go for him. If you TJ Oshie is the way to go. You're right. Not TJ Oshie. He's not from Washington. Yes, he is. Let's see. TJ Oshie. So TJ Oshie <laughs> and Tyler Johnson are both are from Washington. TJ Oshie. Yeah, so Tyler Johnson will probably go to Seattle. Yeah. Guys were fighting me over that. Mm. I said it's not that fiery of a take. That's what I Mount said. Mount Vernon. Told you. I'd say Hall goes there too. I don't think so. What do you mean? He's a free agent next year. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think so. 
I think Hull wants to win. I think Hull wants to win. And realistically, he's not putting the risk. He's not risking another year of his contract. He, but he would. But wouldn't he win though? If they're if they're built exactly like Vegas, there's no guarantee. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm saying. Is there's more guarantee going to somewhere like like maybe St. Louis, somewhere like that? That's all I'm saying. I don't don't think. I think. I think. I think he'd stay in St. I think it's it, more of a reward doing that with an expansion team. Like, yeah, but look at Hall. Like, yeah, he's Hall's like, not going to take a low budget contract though. Yeah, Hall's going to try to cash in. Yeah, and yeah. Say, and and the Krakens can pay it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, probably. We'll have to, we'll have to see who they draft. And then plus, yeah, let's they do some deal with Phoenix and be like, "Hey, take my players, but you guys take all the money." But I think the I think the Krakens could could make it happen. For and he'd be, he'd be a big a star, right? Yeah, he'd be a big star. And would TJ Oshie be? No, TJ Oshie's a little older, though. So, you know, he's 34. He's not a big star anymore. Taylor Hall's, like, a much older. Yeah. Hall could do it. He could be their Apple logo guy. Why do you hate Apple? Oh, Apple is not California. Is not Washington. Shh. It's Amazon. Microsoft. It's Amazon. What? And Amazon. Microsoft. Microsoft. He could be the Amazon logo guy, you know? Yeah. There I'm you go. See, I big money for your Seattle Kraken. Anyways, this was uh, this week's episode of uh, the Fifth Line. Dwayne, Dwayne, this is not this week's. This is the last episode of the year. It's true. Last, last episode, episode, of, episode of, the year. of the year. That's right. You're not making too much of a big deal about this, Dwayne. Sorry. <laughs> is this I'll do it in post. Earlier, but I've heard. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Have a and, good night. And we, we want to wish everyone a happy New Year's. Safe. Hopefully 2021's better for everyone. And there's hockey. And we can go watch hockey games live. That's true. There will be hockey. Cross the fingers.